The rise of social media platforms has led to an addiction in consumers in the past few years. However, this addiction has benefited some people because it has opened up a new realm of jobs for people to consider and explore. This increase in usage on social media has led people to create their own brands and practice self-brandings online. This is because everyone thinks of themselves as a unique selling point and they're able to create that online and they're able to create their own personality online even if it's not truly who they are. This online self-branding is what makes up a person's online resume and marketing brochure and they fill it with all these things they can brag about which is their unique selling point. However, as more people try and become influencers online, people are seeing that everyone kind of has the same unique selling points and they're not unique anymore. Because people are losing their unique selling point to other people having the same unique selling point, the thing that makes a person stick out now is consistency and commitment to what they're posting online. This would lead to them having a good reputation as well as good self-branding, but this is very difficult to sustain and that's why we see people burn out or just stop posting altogether because they don't think they're special enough to be posting and they don't think they're contributing anything good to their audience anymore. The content people post on social media is meant to be interesting and engaging to deliver to a certain audience. And in a self-branding and micro-celebrity academic journal by Susie Thomas in Celebrity Studies, she defined micro-celebrity as someone who plans a strategic cultivation of an audience through social media with the intent of gaining celebrity status. However, what sets celebrities apart from these micro-celebrities, or they're also called social media influencers, is that celebrities gain their following from putting more work into something and influencers gain their following from being more like self-obsessed which sounds bad but it's just that people find watching just random people online live their normal everyday lives and do normal tasks or just kind of like give them advice or something more interesting now than movies and it's also movies take a lot longer to come out than just posting a simple video on youtube because you don't even need a professional camera or anything to post on youtube it could take maybe a few minutes to post a video on youtube or maybe a week or so whereas a movie could take years and it takes multiple people it takes a camera crew it takes all this technology and by the time that movie comes out someone could have posted like thousands of videos on youtube that people find just as interesting as this movie another great thing about social media that kind of draws people towards it is that you're able to create your own audience and attract people that you want to attract and people are more interested in people who are going to be more inspirational or relatable or instructive because it's like having a friend online even though you don't exactly know each other. However, since influencers don't really need to be trained in tech or coding or anything that takes like a lot of education anymore, they can be super manipulative and seductive to their viewers and just blatantly lie, but no one could know. This is especially prominent in lifestyle YouTubers who focus more on like food and health influencers because they have the power to impact their followers as much as doctors and dietitians and scientists did at one point through sponsorships of brands that don't have good intentions but they just kind of want the money for the sponsorship so they're going to tell their audience about this product even if they don't use it or if they don't believe in it simply for the money but since they built up this trust with their audience their audience won't really care and they'll buy into it. The reason these brands are able to gain so much support in the beginning 
from like such a wide variety of audiences is because in the beginning of their advertisement process and endorsement process through influencers, they're going to look for influencers they see as more attractive just on the outside and who have a big following because they want a high ad acceptance straight from the beginning so that they can get super high really fast and gain so much support in a short amount of time. This is able to capture the followers attention however in order for a strength in ad results that would last a longer amount of time they should be focusing more on matching the social media influencer with the product they're endorsing and an influencer who can convey the actual product's meaning in the endorsement process so that the endorsement is more effective and people actually know what the product is about. This is because consumer attitude mediates relationships between source attractiveness and purchase intention. So they want to look for a social media influencer who can transfer their image onto the product and hopefully allow them to grow at a healthy rate. This goes along with a statement from the Asian Journal of Business Research who said that social media influencers at some points can be deemed more reliable than celebrities in their product endorsements. This is because their consumers see them as more trustworthy because of the closer relationship they have through their like consistent posting and engagement with their audience. This can lead to more product engagement and product loyalty through their endorsements because their audience sees them as more sincere while they're endorsing this product. This allows brands to find an influencer to sponsor, spread to their audience, and then find another influencer to sponsor and keep spreading through influencers and through multiple audiences, gaining this huge following from someone who may not even be a reliable source and has just never tried the product or doesn't like it and is just doing it for the money. In a study done by Kaylee Burke from Virginia Tech, she discussed how the high usage of social media platforms has allowed brands to gain visibility in younger audiences like millennials and Gen Z because these influencers are the online celebrities and these brands view them as just someone who can endorse their product without any negatives. However, she did find that there is a gap in the actual audience's perspective on the influencer and the influencer's effect on the audience. She measured this gap in self-comparison and self-congruity through social media influencers like Instagram ads, a brand's ad, or an unbranded retail source. And after 151 participants filled out her questionnaire, she found that the way someone perceives a social media influencer impacts how they're going to view the product and how often or how likely they are to actually use this product and find it useful, even if it does have no impact on them. People following for these ads are typically pretty young and they think that they're able to become a social media influencer as well because they've seen these people gain this following from a young age and be successful through these endorsements that they want to be more like them and they're buying these products like them so that one day they could possibly get this endorsement and have used this product before. In a student's master's thesis from the University of Twente, she stated that most people start using social media around the age of 10, and this is especially true for YouTube because it's not seen as much of a social media since people are posting videos that can be informational or just fun to watch. And she also stated that 6 out of 10 influencers around 13 to 18 years old are YouTubers. This is because they seem more reliable than celebrities and they're able to post stuff about how they have a normal life, even though they could have even millions of followers who know who they are that just don't live in the same area as them, making them able to just go outside and live a normal life and not be recognized. 
The student did a few in-depth interviews with 20 teenagers and four YouTubers. She found that watching YouTube and watching these YouTubers consistently became a daily routine for these teenagers and that many parents are completely unaware of the influence that these YouTubers are having on their children. But many teenagers do want to be YouTubers themselves and their parents, again, just don't understand why they would want to post something so simple on YouTube when they can just do something else. And they don't really understand that some of these YouTubers are a really positive thing in these teenagers' lives. Something parents do see a lot of in these influencers is this thing called cancel culture, which is kind of spread around a lot more than the influencer. This influencer getting canceled could be a bigger thing than this influencer ever was. It could spread to more platforms that this influencer was never on. It could be on the news. It could be anywhere. And that's what parents are seeing more of. They're seeing more of the negatives of becoming an influencer. Cancel culture essentially starts because the audience on social media who is following these social media influencers or even canceling can happen to celebrities or music artists or even just like brands or old movies and it's because the audience realizes how much power they have and they know what's right and they're trying to change everything to fit their kind of mindset so they're going to do anything they can to get what they want because they know how much power they have and they know if they work together they can cancel someone or cancel some brand or logo or old movie even if they're kind of taking it out of context or being dramatic an example of cancel culture that isn't for a social media influencer to kind of show how big this can go and how much power these young people have would be Aunt Jemima. They were calling the brand out for having racist stereotypes in their logo, which led the brand to actually change their logo and they got what they wanted. However, now that they have changed their logo, teenagers who don't agree with the original teenagers who were kind of like attacking Aunt Jemima, the brand, to change their logo are attacking these people for making them change their logo and saying that times have changed. That's a very common argument, is that times have changed and when this logo came out, people didn't know it was wrong and therefore they shouldn't have changed it. However, the people who got them to change their logo are arguing that yes, times have changed and that's why they need to change their logo. In an article I read by the New York Post, they defined cancel culture as the promotion of canceling of people, brands, or shows because a young audience finds them offensive or problematic. This could mean taking a platform away from an influencer or just making it known that the show was racist or had bad intentions or asking a brand to simply change something about them or address something that they have done in the past. The reason cancel culture has become such a popular topic in the past year is because of how far it's been taken. Some people believe that the Aunt Jemima case was like appropriate and some people believe that it was not at all and people are just too insensitive. However, in some other cases with like influencers, there have been things that influencers have said in the past that have been brought up on things like Twitter and this statement could have been said by an influencer about 10 years ago and suddenly people are finding this and they're telling the influencer that they don't deserve their platform they don't deserve to be alive right now because they said this even though they're sitting behind a screen and they could be doing the exact same thing that this influencer did 10 years ago and they just didn't know it was wrong and they don't know the whole backstory behind it However, in some cases it is appropriate because these things that an influencer has said was not 10 years ago and it was not taken out of context. They meant what they said 
or they meant what they did and they don't really deserve their platform. But in some cases, they just the audience does not give any time to get those details and they just unfollow or they block someone or they post something and they say something about an influencer and this influencer is losing their entire following before they've come out and said anything about the real situation of the video or the text that was leaked about them. A sociology and criminology professor, Jill McCorkle, defined this kind of problem as society's punishment for people behaving outside of the social norm. So if they don't like what someone's saying, they're going to try and cancel them, no matter if it's taken out of context or not. Some examples of these influencers who have been canceled and it actually worked and there was a good purpose behind it would be like Shane Dawson, who was a YouTuber for many years. He was one of the original YouTubers who kind of gave people their platform and he collabed with a lot of people. But all these allegations started coming up about him. And originally, people were trying to cancel him because they just found him annoying and, like, loud. But then people were figuring out that he has done inappropriate things, he's said racist things, he's just, like, not a good person overall, and basically just completely attacked him and said some things that definitely should not be said to some people, even if they did do bad things. And now he just completely doesn't really post he kind of stays off social media because people have like genuinely scared him off of social media even if these things he did were years ago and even if some people still like him they got him off of social media however an example of someone who most people believe definitely should still have her platform and should still be posting is jenna marbles who is another youtuber who has been doing youtube for i think about 13 years and about last year she lost her platform or she decided to lose her platform because she was being attacked in the same way that Shane Dawson was however the things she was being attacked for had excuses behind them like um, people were attacking her for being racist or doing blackface but in reality that was 13 years ago and the lighting in some of the clips were off and she did have a spray tan and that was kind of like a social norm at the time was to be that tan even if you're not naturally that tan but people don't take those things into consideration they just see something they don't think about the context of it and they immediately attack the influencer for being racist or whatever the allegation was and there were many other things on her that people were bringing up and they were all over like 10 years old and she came out with a video just deciding to say that she's kind of had enough and isn't going to be posting anymore and it wasn't until after her apology that people were like why did we do this and they regretted doing it and now they want her back but they took it too far in the first place that she's at a point where she's not going to come back the teenage addiction to social media is what leads people to completely lose their platform altogether because people teenagers on social media who are so addicted feel the need to say their opinion in a topic and say their opinion on a person even if it has absolutely nothing to do with them and that's kind of where it gets taken out of hand because people are like oh well you weren't thinking about this kind of perspective when you were canceling them and it's too late at that point or during when social media is kind of trying to cancel someone they'll bring in another opinion or perspective even if what this influencers getting canceled for doesn't apply to the person who brought in a new perspective. 
another thing that's influenced by social media influencers being canceled is the brands that they have been endorsing throughout the years. These brands will also receive backlash for simply supporting this person, but like I mentioned earlier, in the beginning of a brand's uprising, they're going to look for an influencer with more attractiveness to people to get higher ad acceptance, but that goes over with how a social media's social media influencer's image can be transferred onto a product, and all of a sudden, this brand will be getting all these threats and losing all these followers because this influencer lost their following. The complexity of being able to gain a huge following in a short amount of time, as well as that huge following that you've built up being ripped away from you super fast, is what makes social media so confusing and what makes so many people hate it or love it. Because people get so attached to these influencers that when their platform is taken away from them, they don't know what to do and they don't really know who to believe. And it's difficult because many of these influencers gain their following from a super young age and their audience kind of has to grow up with them and make these mistakes with them. But in some cases, the audience doesn't understand that they are so young and that Maybe the audience member is making the exact same mistakes as the influencer. They just don't realize it and they just don't understand what exactly is going on because at the end of the day, an influencer is just like a normal person, but the audience kind of doesn't see it like that. They see them as super famous, whereas influencers don't even really compare to celebrities and people just kind of think they do and they think they have the celebrity status where a celebrity may not even know who this influencer is. Because the audience members kind of see these influencers as celebrities, that's kind of what makes them this micro celebrity. And the influencers see them as, or the followers see the influencer as a celebrity and treat them like one. And it can get pretty creepy. And the influencers don't understand that they're getting themselves into kind of a dangerous situation while they're gaining this following and sharing their everyday life because in these videos of their everyday life, they could be giving away things of like where they are, where they live, or who they know, and that can be really scary to post publicly on the internet for anyone to see. There are so many influencers who have been posting videos about their stalkers and how they found them, and how now they're kind of like scared to post about where they're going or who they're with because they don't want people to figure out where they are and find them and just kind of like attack them in public. While social media influencers aren't exactly celebrities, there are some things that argue that they are the same because of their, like, high social media following. But celebrities is different because influencers have a high following because that's their only platform, whereas celebrities gain their Instagram following or whatever Twitter following from these huge projects that they're doing and the people that they know. There's also kind of, like, these influencers have their own paparazzi, and it's super easy to find them because, like I said, they're normal people. They're living their everyday normal lives, and they're found all the time just, like, going to the grocery store. But these fans think that's so interesting, and they love to see it. Essentially, social media is a great platform for individuals to gain a following. However, it is extremely difficult to maintain that following, and these influencers are kind of walking on eggshells their entire career to maintain this following and hope that they don't get canceled and there's so much complexity to social media and the people that are on it it's kind of all just opinion on what you think of these influencers and 
what kind of impact they have on you because you're allowed to kind of shape what impact that they leave on you.